What's up, water hockey fans? Before we dive into the episode, I want to let you know that the NFL is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for Week 1. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets when you place a bet of $1 more on any Week 1 game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. So you're probably wondering, how do I do this? How do I take advantage of this free $200 on a $1 bet? It's easy. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive that $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back, French Fries, French Fry Nation, to another juicy episode of Water Hockey, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings. Uh, you know the drill. Head over to the DraftKings app today. Use promo code THPN to get in on all of the action right away. Uh, and as always, we'd love to ask, and please, you know, like the douchey YouTuber, smash that like button, smash that follow button, and... We will get to a thousand followers. We're eight away on Instagram. We're probably in the tens of tens of dozens on Facebook. And then Twitter is a different beast for a different day. Uh, welcome back to another fantastic episode. We have got a very special guest coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, you know, we just got to catch up real quick. So I'm going to throw it to the boys. Jason, Patrick, how are you? How are we feeling? Uh, pretty good, man. Feeling Feeling like a different man. It was my birthday last week uh, when the episode released, so that was a it was a good day. Uh, the weekend was great though. We went out to Benihana and Ooh. hung out with some friends up in Frisco. Nice. And, yeah, man, just enjoyed it. What's uh, are we allowed yeah. to ask? Uh, what what age are you now? I'm half of seventy now. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. <laughs> well, yeah. congrats and uh, happy birthday, big, sir. Big I hope, five. I hope it brought you all of the joy that you deserve. You know serving the community and such things of that sort oh yeah um patrick how was the weekend i see you're up in the Doncic uh shirt and it just really it warms my heart we're a hockey show we're a hockey show i have too many Doncic shirts to be honest that's fair i'm up to like four or five i think okay you know the best way to figure out how many Doncic shirts you need though it's x which is a variable of how many you have plus one that's the number that you need. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you can always Fair. use one more. You can always use one more. Fair. That was, that was a hockey. That was a. This like is a hockey that. show. Yeah, we're a math show now. Sorry, I was told there would be no math involved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't math for free. Uh, that's great. I, we. Uh, Jason mentioned it a couple weeks ago. They went to Jurassic World the exhibition out in the colony, and we also went to Jurassic World the exhibition out in the colony on Saturday. This was awesome, man. Right. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We took we, uh, we took my nephew and my cousin-in-law's kid. Is that making my second cousin? Maybe. In law. That's a long. That's a lot, of bran- a lot of branches in the family. This is, yeah, this is way working. too much math for this episode, yeah, yeah. guys. We <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah. We, we, we got to back to math. Reel it in. Reel it in, boys. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, really cool. I don't know how much longer it's here for, but if you have a chance, I think tickets are like what fifteen bucks a piece. Yeah, something like that. If you want to have a prehistoric good time, I'll see myself. There, I mean, oh, there was sick. times, there was seriously times that I had to remind myself that they Dinosaurs weren't real. are dead. <laughs> yes, man, that that moment you mentioned at the end, yeah, that gotcha. We are standing right there where it happened. See, too. it's like ah, oh, fuck. Now I have to go. Do, now I have to go see this. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta this. go, man. I'm up for going again. 
Well, I, uh, I I think maybe I need to be. I have to see the surprise for myself. But I don't want to. I don't want to keep our guests waiting too long. But I do want to say that uh, there's some big stuff going on right now. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we've got some great partnerships going on. Texas Hockey Apparel can't say enough about uh, Garrett and what he's done with that. And obviously, if you have not, we ask you every week check out TexasHockeyApparel.com. I think they might still have the mystery shirts up a couple of pairs of slides left with the Texas hockey apparel, Texas state logo on the front. Uh, you know, just absolute beauties from the top to the bottom. Um, real quick, want to give a shout out to one of our new potential partnerships. Uh, you have seen these on Instagram. You've seen them all over left and right throughout social media and the hockey world. Uh, we are looking at uh, working with some guys over at sauce toss. And if you haven't sauce toss is essentially Hashtag bags for beauties. Obviously, within the state in Texas, we play cornhole. We play bags. This is for hockey players. And the way that they kind of set themselves apart from everybody else is they have a point system with a three-point and one-point net. Um, it's something that competitors don't have, so it's extremely unique. Uh, and so, yeah, be on the lookout for some sauce toss action. Uh, speaking of tossing it around, uh, Jason, you got a whole new bag rolling right now. And I, I'd, I'd be remiss. Got to bring that word back. Nice to ask about the Conway and Banks bag and what they've been doing for you lately, because you're just G'd up from the feet up. No pun intended with that foot pad. How are you? I'm feeling good so far, boys. Dude. Yes, man. The bag is phenomenal, man. They sent me a new bag uh, for helping out with Ooh. them. Uh, replaced the old one that I had that nasty old moldy bag that I'd had with the broken zipper on it. So uh, I went and got it at ConwayBanks.com. They make premium quality bags that are built to last. They include removable organizers to keep all your shit organized. It keeps everything dry with that waterproof material and those huge vents on the side. Uh, my favorite feature in it is the built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those moldy locker rooms. They come in three different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find the one that you love. Uh, they come in navy. They come in uh, gold lamp red like I got. And, and they also come in the traditional black ones. So uh, go get it uh, over at ConwayBanks.com. You get 15% off using code WhatAHockey15. And go get your gear to the rink and style. Style. And right before we bring this guest on, uh, we were actually just talking about swinging the sticks uh, on the course. It would just be super convenient if we knew some people that could bring the course to you and keep you in the shade all day and tell us a little bit about what the ball does when it smacks off the club. Patrick, can you, do you know anyone that like that does that? Can you help me? This is some rapid fire ad promotion we got going here. We're just doing and a I'm, smush. I'm really ads. proud of everyone, but <laughs> the company you're referring to is our good buddies at the range. They, uh, they bring the mobile golf simulator setup with the TrackMan technology to you. Wherever you reside, your humble abode or your giant 8,000 square foot mansion, they'll come to you. They got the swing speed. They got the ball speed, smash factor, all that. They have virtual courses, over 100 from across America. Our guest, before we came on, was mentioning that he played at a Lynx course. They got a few of those. So check them out at the range underscore golf on Instagram for T-Box Tuesdays and just general golf content. We could all use a little more in our lives. Amen. And therangegolf.com for booking rates, FAQs, course listings, all of the above. And let them bring the range to you. Let them bring the range to you. That was a good ad read. Great. Thank well you. done, Patrick. And don't forget about the Smash Factor. Smash we, have the, Factor. <laughs> we have the Smash Factor coming on right now. Uh, this next guest, we are really fortunate to have him jump on with us because he's fresh in the star system. He's the former captain of the Chilliwick Chiefs of the BCHL and the University of North Dakota, where he played all four years before signing his entry-level contract with the Dallas Stars organization and starting at the Texas Stars AHL level with two points in three games in a shortened season, which we will go over. Um, I saw somewhere, hashtag, it's Gucci. Uh, Jordan Kawaguchi, welcome to Wada Hockey. How goes it, bud? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on, boys. Uh, happy to have you. Uh, found out you were in the area today. I think that's pretty awesome. We're all in the same city. Uh, I just want to jump into it because obviously you've got quite a pedigree. Um, the Texas Stars uh, head into next season as a stacked wagon. I mean, we'll go over some of the names on this roster, including yourself here in a couple of questions, but... You're coming off a shortened season after three professional games with the Texas Stars uh, due to a wrist injury, um, which you had to have surgery for. 
Um, how has your offseason been so far? And how are you feeling heading into this upcoming season here in the next couple of weeks? Um, the offseason has been pretty good. Um, yeah, I had I had surgery. Um, it would probably be almost four and a half months ago now. And yeah, it's, you know, first couple months I was kind of just laying around. I couldn't do a whole lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's hanging out, watching Netflix a lot. And But, uh, you know, it was good relaxing time and uh now this last like month or so it's been kind of uh turned up on the workouts and on ice and stuff so it's been nice to just get back into it and um yeah i came came down to dallas uh probably a week ago now and um they've been uh you know pretty pretty hard on me with uh the off ice (laughs) stuff so it's been uh it's been good but uh yeah definitely uh definitely a little sore Completely understand. And you said Netflix. What's uh? What was what was the vice for you? Did you binge watch anything? Any recommendations for anyone listening? I binge watched everything. I, there was, uh... <laughs> All right. What's your what's your top two? We'll go with that. Uh, I went. I just yeah. Outer Banks and All American were two that I crushed pretty good, and then. I used to I used to watch Friends and Friends hasn't been on there for a while, but that was my kind of go to on Netflix. Oh. We got to get that uh, the HBO Max now. Is that where? where yeah, we do. We need to talk to Jim there. Do we need to talk to Jim Neal about getting a parent uh, password <laughs> for for everyone in the the system to make sure they have all of the streaming services? I think I think they could get that arranged, right? Yeah, yeah. Book it. Let's book it. Get the Dallas stars at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Generic. Yeah. yeah. Everyone starts using it. So you mentioned, obviously, today getting a few rounds of golf. And uh, how's your game this summer? Uh, uh, let me let me actually rephrase that. Basically, Joe Pavelski is known as probably one of the best, if not the best golfer in the NHL. Are you, are you making a run? Do you feel like you could make a run at Joe and take him out as the uh, no? Not even in the organization, huh? No, I'm. I'm not even going to come close to that. Um, <laughs> we I was playing with uh, Red Gardner, um, Jake Ottinger, and Ty Fowler today, and all right. Um, nice. You know, I I played okay, but uh, I think Ottinger's Ottinger's pretty good, and I, I don't. You know, Pavelski's probably way up there, so I don't think I'm coming close to him anytime soon. <laughs> You said you played okay. What we've asked several other hockey guys, they've said the same thing. What's okay as far as your round score? Um, you can lie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to fact no, check. No, no. no. Um, I think we're not going to want to see the signature, the signed card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, I'm not. What was it? I was like, I was like, like 85. It's kind of what I usually shoot. So it's you know. Okay. It's not great. That's, da- not, that's damn respectable, I think. It's not terrible, but it's not great. So as long as I don't go over ninety, I'm I'm happy with it. And there you go. Definitely, if I stay under a hundred, then I'm for sure happy with it. <laughs> well, to uh, to kind of shift over a little bit more into you know, obviously it was a pretty wild year for you, um, going undrafted and then getting that call. What was that process like? Uh, kind of getting. Were there any hints that the stars were kind of looking at you or were they just like, hey, this guy played in green. He looks great in the color. Uh, we should definitely bring him into our system and keep that green on him as, as long as we can. Uh, what was that like uh, process? And, and did you just get a call one day from Jim Nill or something? And it just was like, OK, I'm in the NHL now or I'm part of the NHL organization. Um, well, once our season was over in college, um, obviously, it's my it's my senior year so. I kind of um, was looking to to sign a pro contract, and um, you know, I obviously I had a few different options. So me and um, a few other of uh, you know my agent and um, my family was kind of in on it. And, uh, we met with a few different teams, but ultimately, um, in the end, chose Dallas just with you know the opportunity that's going to be there and. Uh, type of guys they have in the locker room and just really in the whole organization. So I felt probably uh, most comfortable talking with Jim Nell, who's uh, 
super nice guy and uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's leading the team in the right direction. So I uh, felt probably the most comfortable at Dallas and that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, no, I was just, I was, I was following up on that last question. Did you have any pre-existing relationships with any of the players in the organization that kind of helped make you feel a little bit more settled on making the decision to sign with Dallas? Or was it one of those things where just having a great conversation with Jim Neal made you feel more comfortable overall making that decision? Uh, well, f- I think for me, obviously I knew, um, Rhett Gardner, um, mm-hmm. played with him for two years at, uh, at school. Um, you know, Obviously, he sent me a text and just said, hey, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, I, you know, it's nice to hear that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I was going to do what's best for me and um, where I was going to be able to have opportunity and also at the same time have um, really good players push me every day and um, kind of the same setting that I had at school. So, um, you know, I'm really grateful that uh, Rhett reached out to me and, and talk to me about about Dallas and um, yeah, it was it's nice to have someone kind of there already and um, you know just have some common ground with uh, with another guy into a, walking into a room you don't really uh, know anyone. So yeah, no, that makes complete sense. It kind of helps show you the ropes a little bit. Uh, Patrick didn't mean to cut you off there, but I'm gonna go ahead and alley oop one time and rack over to you, my friend. Yeah, no worries. So you mentioned you <clears throat> friends with with Rhett, which coming to a new place is um, obviously huge, like you mentioned. But Texas is so much different than uh, British Columbia, where you're from, and then North Dakota, where you went for college. What's been your experience, we'll say, with the state first, and then um, your experience in the hockey scene second? So what's that been like? Just being down here for the last week, it's been Really hot, obviously. Um, <laughs> used to, I was going to say hot as balls outside. Not yeah. To, not used to the heat uh, just yet, but um, it's definitely better than, um, you know, in North Dakota you get, you get snow and it's so cold right from October until March. So, yeah, you know, it's definitely nice to come to a place where it's a little bit warmer. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – definitely a nicer place to live than North Dakota, I'll tell you that. Before you uh, start talking about the hockey scene and being in the Stars organization, what about the food? Have you gotten to try any of the Texas cuisine at all yet? Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's some of the best. I honestly, like, at school, like, you have, there's Chick-fil-A, there's, you know, like, little, like one sushi restaurant that we would go to. And the McDonald's, like Wendy's, like all those. Mm-hmm. And then you have like just like the chain restaurants, and that's it. That's all you got in North Dakota. We're in Grand Forks. So it's nice to come down here and like have more of a variety of food you can eat. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of pub and like burgers and stuff in, in Grand Forks. So. Gotcha. No, that you, makes sense. You hit up any uh, authentic Texas barbecue yet? No, not yet. No. I'm gonna. Right, do, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna say. We'll, we'll give you a warning. Make sure you don't have anything to do. There are no workouts scheduled after you eat. Like that's a dinner time, go to sleep kind of situation. I, I got the just the place for you if you're ever free on a Thursday or Friday morning to early afternoon. That's the I, only time this place is open. I'll DM you on Twitter with the name of it. It's. Uh, <laughs> I've been to probably seven or eight of the biggest ones in Dallas, and I think it's the best personally. Uh, is it Dickies? <laughs> it is here. not Dickie's barbecue, no. Okay, that's just Cad- making that's Cadillac sure. Cadillac up here. Yeah. Madison. Uh, Cadillac's good, man. Just want to make sure that we're not suggesting like a steakhouse like Outback or something. You know? <laughs> Texas Roadhouse or something. <laughs> hey, don't sleep on Texas Roadhouse. What, of course, <laughs> not, the, not the cinnamon butter. Never the cinnamon butter. Uh, that's awesome. But yeah, I didn't want to cut you off. But what's, what's it been like uh, within the Stars organization? Obviously, we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, you know, unfortunately your season was cut a little bit short, but, uh, you know, you were productive in three games, two points. Um, you know, you had a hot start. What was it like kind of getting on the ice with those guys and, and, you know, you know, having the, a different head coach on that AHL level? Um, yeah, it was good. Um, you know, the, right when I got there, uh, all the guys were, 
really good to me. Um, it was nice to, you know, just have guys come up to you and say hi to you right away and yeah. make you feel kind of comfortable. And um, I had Adam Shiel, my goalie at school, um, he signed in Dallas as well. So him and I were kind of uh, um, together a lot. And, you know, it was nice to have that guy to kind of lean on when I didn't really know anyone coming in. But, um, you know, they put us in a hotel and there's a few other uh, uh, rookies staying in the hotel as well. So I got to know those guys pretty good. And um, yeah, it's been, I mean, everyone I've encountered within this organization so far has been um, really good guys and uh, really good people. And uh, to your point about the coach, it's, it's definitely different. Um, you know, I uh, had just met, like just met him the day before our game and um, seeing, you know, he's, uh, Grammar's a really good guy and, um, you know, just a little bit different than what I'm used to compared to at school. I've been the same coach for four years. So um, it's a little bit different to see the pro side of things, and um, but it's, uh, it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure it's got to be kind of a, a – the, the pace of play to me is the most interesting thing, I think, changing. Like how is that for you? Obviously, you know, you're jumping from the collegiate level where it's a very fast physical game. But how was that jump transition-wise for you from the college level to the AHL level? Like, was it one of those where once you stepped on the ice for that first shift, you were like, damn, these guys are buzzing. Like, this is – is it one of those words like, this is exactly what I knew it was coming? Or was it one of those where it kind of took you off guard a little bit? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Um, just, you know, in college you play – most of the time it's Friday, Saturday, right? And mm-hmm. you only play two games and then – going to the pro schedule where, you know, I think obviously I got hurt in my third game, but it was, you know, one, two, three right after another. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was definitely a lot different. Um, you know, you get to that third game and you, know, you, you find yourself a little bit more tired than, you know, you usually are just with, you know, being used to playing just the two games on a weekend. So, um, Definitely the pace of play is a little bit higher. Uh, guys, you know, think the game um, a little bit quicker, which is why I think the pace is a little bit quicker. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, if you compare skating-wise to um, the conference that I played in, I think it's it's fairly close. Uh, obviously, the AHL is going to be a little bit better, but um, I think guys can just think the think the game a little bit quicker and a little bit smarter uh, in, the, in the AHL, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, this is obviously down here in the state of Texas. We have uh, the ACHA, um, you know, schools like SMU, Baylor, they all play on the club level. Um, but college hockey is in this and then this is not taking away from college hockey, but it's almost like college hockey is like high school football is down here. It is an absolute religion, like from top to bottom. And you guys at North Dakota are always at the top of the, the rankings going into every season. So, you know, if you if you follow John Buchagras on uh, Twitter, and he's got his hashtag college hockey. It's UND is always up there at the top. So, uh, yeah, I can imagine coming from an organization like that kind of helps prep you a little bit for the professional level for sure. Speaking of college, yeah. here, man, uh, what's that? Uh, what's kind of like that relationship with like with Shiel and, and you, like kind of coming up together? Yeah, it's good. I mean, he was um, he's two years younger, but he's um, a class lower than me at, uh, at UND he was and um, got to know him really well. Um, you know, obviously, we roomed together uh, when we were in Texas for that uh, the few weeks there. And um, he's going to, he, you know, if we're both in Texas, we're probably going to be um, rooming together, which will be good. And him and I get along really well. He's, you know, really easygoing guy. And um, I think to put it in, the shortest term possible is he's a goalie. He's a little bit different. <laughs> that's, that's what they say, right? Uh, they got to be a little, a little off. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I love that guy. You know, he's, I played with him the last uh, three years now and, um, you know, can't say enough good things about that guy. Um, pretty excited awesome. to, to be able to be in the same organization as him again. Yeah, I think it I think it, it makes a huge difference. Obviously, you know, us three boys, you know, huge 
obviously hockey players, you know, coming up through the ranks in the beer leagues and whatnot. Um, Patrick still got it from the E league to the D yeah, leagues, you know? Yeah. You never know, you know, that big jump we're, we're going to get Patrick on the ice here soon, but I can imagine having that, that camaraderie with someone and, and having that comfort of going and being like, at least I know someone walking in the door, no matter where I go, um, helps kind of that mentality being calm on the ice and things of that sort. Um, speaking of the Texas stars, obviously, uh, part of that, that team as it stands, um, you know, getting prepped for the upcoming season, you're possibly going to have the likes of Thomas Harley. Uh, like you said earlier, you played golf with Jake Ottinger and there's a possibility he starts in the AHL, um, Ty Delandria, you know, has a possibility of, you know, playing in the AHL and, um, Texas store stars, cornerstone Curtis McKenzie, who's kind of had a couple cups of coffee in the show with the Dallas stars, but most of his time with the Texas stars. Uh, and a multitude of other super talented skaters, like I said earlier, absolute wagon going into the season. Um, what kind of what kind of goals do you have for yourself? And then what do you think the overall goal of the team is? Because obviously, you know, coming off of last season where it was more of a keep the legs warm type season um, without having the Calder Cup being awarded. Um, what kind of what kind of goals do you have for yourself and the team? Um, you know, obviously, I haven't uh, I haven't thought about that too much um just getting back into the swing of things and um you know obviously my goal is to you know be the best player i can i can be uh for a full season i think that's probably the biggest thing i've i've learned from uh talking to anyone um at any level pro is you know Mm -hmm. it's completely different than you know even major juniors like you um, you have to be consistent every night and you got to find a way to, you know, not, um, the, the best one, uh, someone told me, so you got to find a way to be good every night, have some great nights, but never be bad. So I think that's probably, you know, one of my biggest goals is to, to learn how to kind of play a full pro season. And then, um, team wise, I think. You know, like you said, we, you know, I think our team will be uh, will be pretty good next year, and um, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously going into a season, you always want to want to win, but uh, right. you, know, you got to take it one step at a time, and um, you know, first it's making the playoffs, and then kind of going on from there. So um, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens, but I think that's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of goals, before we kind of go into the round robin uh, portion of our Q and A, um, one of the sickest goals I think I've seen in the past couple of years, and I know that you know exactly which one I'm talking about against Alabama Huntsville. That between the legs, just over the glove side, I think it was, was one of the filthiest goals I've ever seen. Is that the sickest goal you think you've scored in a in an official game, or do you have another one where you're like, no, this was definitely the one that sticks out to me? Uh, no, I think that's definitely the one. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So if, yeah, for, for everyone that's listening, go check it out. Just type in Alabama Huntsville or even just, you know, Kawaguchi, uh, highlight goals. And it's usually the one that pops up first. And and it's one of the sickest goals I think I've seen, not just at the collegiate level, but like throughout, you know, the between the legs is becoming a little bit more synonymous with the game than it ever has before. But seeing that one and how effortless it was. I mean, I'm playing tummy sticks at this point, but yeah, it was an absolute, just, it was a, it was a magician. It was a magician's goal. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of where we, we switch over from like the more orchestrated questions and kind of go through a rundown so people can kind of find out a little bit more about, um, first off the nickname, is it, is it Gooch? Is it Gucci? Like what's, what do Texas stars fans, uh, call you going into the next season? Uh, it's Gooch. Yeah. Yeah, it's been that's been my nickname since I was young. It's been my nick or um, pretty much anyone in my family's nickname. So um, yeah, that's just a powerful name. That's a powerful name. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah, it's a solid Thanks. name. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off, and then I want uh, I'll let the boys take over. Um, I'm gonna start with this one because we've asked this question pretty much of all of our guests, and and I want to rip the bandaid off because you've only been in Dallas now for about a week. Uh, and I'm assuming that you're eating relatively healthy. Have you had a chance though to try Whataburger yet? I did actually when I was in uh, when I was in Austin. Thank God. See, wow. they're that everywhere was, in Austin. Um, Why wouldn't you? 
do you I, uh, do you remember what you yeah, got? What I, was it? What was it like? Correct. You know, everyone remembers the first time. It was. I think I got just like a rig, or no, I got a mushroom and Swiss burger. As well. There it is. See, Ooh, veteran move. Yeah. Veteran move. Very nice for the first go round too. Like that's you went to like one of the one the of the OGs. Menus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, a burger is a burger, but like I, I'm a big mushroom guy. So if you can put mushrooms on a on a burger and make it uh, make it ten times better, so. Did you uh, did you get a taste of the ketchup? Did you try the spicy ketchup by chance? I don't know if you. That's a that's a specific question to ask. No, I didn't. Um, that was yeah, like I said, that was the first time I've been there, and I obviously I've heard of Whataburger, but I hadn't done like a huge huge amount of research on on what to get. <laughs> so that's fair. It's okay. We had uh, Vern Fiddler on uh, quite a while ago, and he obviously spent a lot of time in Texas. Actually, made his home here never had Whataburger. So you're already professionally, you're already ahead of Vern Fiddler in your journey. So, I mean, that, that speaks for itself. But sky's the limit now. <laughs> ahead of a lot of guys who've spent a lot of time here. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. obviously you'll, you'll, you'll get to the expert levels of it, but I mean, it seems like you're already thriving in it. You're weak here. So yeah, we, we love that. We love that. Uh, but yeah, boys, I'm gonna open it up over to you. If you got anything uh, for Gooch, like let's let's fire away. Let's keep let's keep him on his toes a little bit. Tell us about uh, Abbotsford, Abbotsford, uh, BC. What's it like? Um, it's nice. Obviously, there's a lot of mountains around, and um, you know, hike, hikes. You can do a lot of hikes. Um, once you go towards the city, there's a lot more like bike trails and. Um, you know, a few more like bigger hikes that you can do, but Abbotsford's a nice little spot. It's, you know, it's turned into a pretty busy kind of, it, it is a city, so it's kind of a, it's starting to get a little bit busier now and um, I'm not really liking it as much, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good spot. Um, There's not a, there's not a whole lot of nightlife there. It's a lot of, uh, um, that's more towards, like downtown Vancouver. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's uh, hockey, baseball is pretty big. Uh, that's about it. You guys got to be uh, big Mariners fans being right there? Um, see, there, there, I know there is Mariners fans, but um, I think a lot of them are, a lot of people are like Blue Jays fans. That's fair. Keep it, keep it local. Keep it, keep it, you know, countrywide. <laughs> Um, speaking of yeah. crossover sports, do you have any other sports that you follow kind of religiously or any other teams that, uh, we should know about going into the next seasons? Uh, not really. Um, I just recently started kind of paying attention to baseball. Um, you know, done school now, so I don't have anything to do. I just kind of <laughs> pay attention to baseball a little bit more. Um, but, uh, football, I, I like, you know, when football season's going, I, usually watch uh watch all the games and so who are you taking uh, number one overall uh in the uh texas stars uh, fantasy football league <laughs> i don't know it's a good question um in uh my league i have my other buddies i'm like i'm picking eighth this year so i got a little Ooh. time to think about it and kind of tough spot. see what uh, yeah guys. how many teams yeah. it's there's ten Ten teams. Okay. Oh, okay. ten teams. Eight though. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's great that you're waiting a little bit. What was that dude? Uh, this is a hockey podcast. Uh, what was the name of the kid? Uh, rookie. Um, he's already out for the season. Running back for it's a East Coast team, uh, Southern Southeast. I want to say one of the Florida teams. Maybe I can't remember who it was, but he's out for the. We're gonna have people like listening to this going, "It's that guy." I can't believe you don't know his name. Uh, they gotta remember this is a hockey podcast. It's a hockey podcast. It's a hockey podcast. Get over it. Oh, Travis Etienne. That's the guy. Thank you. Fact checker 101 right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so beware of these rookies out here falling, falling to pieces. Hmm. Um, so obviously you grew up around the sport of hockey. I mean, like you said, it was pretty much that, or, or maybe a little bit of baseball. Um, who is the guy that you looked up to, uh, growing up? Like who was the, did you guys, did you have someone that you kind of idolized as a player? I think growing up, um, obviously I, um, my cousin, uh, who went through 
Um, Devin Sataguchi, he played in the WHL for a while. And then he was in San Jose for yeah, he was in San Jose for I think it was like five years, and then he he was kind of um, kind of bounced around a little bit, but. Got to watch him quite a bit, um, but I think you know if I was to pick a, a player that I was watching a lot was probably Pavel Datsuk. I think just the the things he can do with the puck. I mean, still if you've seen clips of him mm-hmm. playing in Russia, like that guy's one of the there's best no, players. For there's sure. no way that kid that guy's not on the Russian gas. He's like 54 years old and he's just dangling dudes like it's nobody's business. Also, some of the wildest jerseys over in the KHL. If you haven't seen these, uh, yeah, I there's a there's a couple of Datsuk goals he scored against the Stars that you you kind of stay up and, and have nightmares about. Talk about him. Yeah, it's yeah. If you say his name three times, he actually goes backhand on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that maybe maybe that's what you had. You had the uh, the Gooch Patsuk uh, goal with that between the legs. That you you've watched enough of his clips. You were like, you know what? He, if, I he did it. Why can't I do it? And and boom, there you go. Bam, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> hockey, hockey technology has advanced, you know, since then, and yeah, have these weird little flex points on them. <laughs> well, so obviously it's not hockey all of the time. You were talking about playing golf earlier. Uh, what are do you have any other off season ho- um, hobbies that you get into? Anything that you kind of been looking uh, at learning a little bit more about recently? The girlfriend got me on biking a little bit, so I've been doing that. I've been, been doing that a little bit. Not, uh, I'm not too fond of it, but it is what it is. It's better um, than running, man, for cardio. It is. Yeah, yeah that's for damn sure. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I think the only other thing I would say is I try and fish as much as I can. Um, just being out in, in Minnesota area, uh, Grand Forks is right on the border, so um, – Obviously, I have a lot of buddies that grew up in Minnesota as well, so they're pretty big into fishing. And um, I don't—I wouldn't say I'm a great fisherman at all, and I don't go as much as I want to. But I try and go at least a few times, just get out and just nice to relax and not really uh, worry about too much. I mean, yeah, makes a ton of sense. It's a great thing to have to in your back pocket to kind of hang out and take the edge off a little bit of the off season and whatnot do any ice fishing up there i didn't i know the boys a bunch of my buddies do yeah for sure they're the best fishing yeah yeah jason's our resident canadian have different opinions of best i'm 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 all for it i'm (laughs) i'm i've made the uh i've made the recent discovery that i'm built like a yeti cooler um i i just i don't do well in the summertime i i retain too much heat uh, so I'm all about I'm all about the cold weather. So bring it. Give me all the ice fish. I don't even need the fishing part. Just give me the ice part, and I'll be happy. Yeah, uh, speaking of ice, uh, you're gonna hit a couple drop-ins uh, here in DFW before uh, making down to Cedar Park. Yeah, we'll keep you loose. We'll we'll make you look like uh, <laughs> we'll make you look like Pavel Dotsuk without you even trying. <laughs> Maybe get him out to Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get him <laughs> on the Sunday. Yeah, so, hey, Sunday's back, and, and you can't talk about it too much after that because you don't want to give away the secret. Right. But this is for a those that are, podcast, yeah. Yeah, hey, it's In a podcast. Yeah, for those that are listening, you know. Um, well, boys, I mean, whatever you guys got to ask, uh, by all means, fire away. I've, I've got a question in mind, but I want to kind of save it in the back pocket, so I'm going to let you guys roll with it for a second here. We're, we're missing an obvious one that's, uh, that's been posed to everybody else so far. It has. So, let's say they're making a biopic about you, biography, if you will. Who, which actor would you select to play you in the documentary or, I don't even know the right word. No, that's, that's the, good. The, Bio, the biopic. You. It would be called The Gooch. And, uh, yeah, who plays The Gooch? Who, who plays who, who's The Gooch, the main, yeah. Yeah, who's the main character? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. You can and you can give us an answer. You're like, you can give us a good answer. We've had some good ones. We've had Zach Galifianakis. We've had Bradley Cooper. We've basically had the entire cast of The Hangover. So if that kind of gives <laughs> yeah. you like a yeah. Ed Helms air- was the only one we're missing. So yeah, yeah. Huh, I don't know. I've never actually <laughs> I've never been asked that, and I, I've never really thought about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
you know what? I'll go with Rob Lowe. I don't know why that name popped in my head. <laughs> Rob Lowe. I don't know. I don't know. Where do you want me? To, what do you want me? What do you think? I'm not. I'm, I'm a typecaster here. I'm going Rob Lowe. Guys, a you know, guys, ageless. He's timeless. We'll say the Gooch is timeless. That'll be the title of the movie. <laughs> and full disclosure, that was the question I had in my back pocket. <laughs> I figured you might have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got to know what what's the uh, what's the fantasy football team name? It's a hockey podcast. <laughs> um, I just I haven't done anything crazy in the past. It's just been like Gooch's team. Um, I'm thinking about a few few different names this year, but uh, I don't want to let anything slip just yet. Oh, yeah, that's I was true. I we, we could have a brainstorming session real quick. Yeah, but, no, we uh, don't want to. want to keep it under wraps. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want our stealing your uh, team name. I might steal it. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you need any inspiration, uh, let me know. I've had I've had a few creative ones. All I can think of is the Gooch is loose. Like, that's that just sounds like a... This sounds like a, a ter- like a terrifying team name. Gooch is loose. I don't know. I'm gonna need a new one this season, anyways. My, mine's a uh, outdated RG3 is like no longer relevant. It used to be RG3PO, like for C3PO for Star okay. Wars. Okay, that's, that's, that's fair. Yeah, man. But you know, this is a hockey podcast. That's a hockey podcast. Speaking of hockey, uh, Gooch, what's every, we ask? Like everyone has. There's not a lot of options here, so it's a pretty easy question. I feel. What's your go-to hockey movie? Um, I'd have to say Miracle. Um, See, we haven't had that answer. That's a great answer. Uh, Miracle. I mean, like, the Mighty Ducks movies are pretty uh, pretty classic. Um, but, yeah, Miracle for sure. I, to me, like, I just think that's just, like, an unbelievable story and what, what kind of happened through all that, like, just uh it's a great movie in general too so yeah it was really well done yeah it's a it's i need to i need to change my you know what i think that's what we collectively need to start recommending all of our listeners do and all of our guests is change your alarm to the call of do you believe in miracles and you don't if you don't get up in the morning with a little bit of pep in your step you don't have a heartbeat and i'm completely convinced of that like you've got i mean that you can't not listen to that and get chills. So uh, that being said, on that same topic, and if it comes from the same movie, that's completely understandable, and I respect that, but your your go-to fictional jersey, if you had to rep one on the ice, what movie, what jersey? Because the Miracle one, I mean, that's a classic, but I almost feel like you can't say that because that was the actual jersey they wore in the Olympics. So let's remove Miracle just because that's a that's a true story. Out of like all of the Mighty Ducks, Goon, Mystery Alaska, um, all of those, what's what's the go-to jersey for you on the ice? I forgot about Mystery Alaska, but yeah, those are that's a good movie too. Um, I would have to say uh, the like Mighty Ducks, the classic like green and yellow and black ones that they kind of they I think they sell them like at, at stores. Oh yeah, the uh, the the D five with the cracked out duck on the front. Yeah, it's like yeah. Charlie Conway on the back. Absolutely, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely that jersey. And uh, and Adam Banks. Yep, yeah, Adam Banks and Conway and Banks. Conway and ah, <laughs> that's a sponsor drop, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sponsor drop. Wait, Patrick, did you not know that that was what that came from? Patrick, we're on video, and you and and, and, and you're not be, you're not able to see this, but you're listening to this. We released this on Thursday, hockey podcast. Bring it back. Patrick just had the realization of Conway and Banks being called Conway and Banks because of the Mighty Ducks movies. You could see it in his face. It hit him like a bag of rocks. Oh man! And it just now responded. I just had like a a full on just like oh fuck that's what it is. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. I love that. I'm sitting here looking at the jerseys, and then that pops in my head. Some Jason said it, or you said it. Wait that a minute, makes a lot of sense now. Oh man, <laughs> we uh, we're a hockey podcast. We like to have fun oh, here when we bring it back. Uh, I never yeah. put two and two together. There you go. Hey, we're not only a hockey podcast; we're an educational podcast. We're 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 spitting facts left and right. The more you know. But- <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh fuck me! That's uh... I... <laughs> well. Uh, so, 
uh, Gooch, do you listen to any podcast or anything like that in your spare time? Or are you uh, what's what's on the playlist for you? What's what's your what's your game pregame playlist like? My pregame playlist is uh, it's a lot of Drake. Um, and honestly, that's about it. You know, you got a few other like songs here and there, the you know the bangers, but yep. uh, it's mostly mostly Drake. What's your favorite Thanks. Drake album? Ooh, wow, man, that was an aggressive question. Get Sorry, <laughs> had, had to get. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I his newer album isn't his newest. I know he's got a new one coming out, but like the newest one he's had isn't the best in my opinion. But like, okay, I don't know. Um, like either, either thank me later or like views is pretty good too. Well, views okay. is solid. And, uh, I'd say, uh, if you're reading, this was probably premiere yeah. top primo for me. Okay. But yeah, I have to ask, pretty- do you, do you like angry Drake or emotional Drake more? <laughs> I like Drake when he's upset. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think angry Drake is probably... I mean, obviously that's my pregame kind of stuff, but yeah. if I'm just kind of like, you know, in the car going somewhere, then maybe emotional drink, you know, a couple that's of fair. here and there. Maybe yeah. on the countryside up in North Dakota, driving around, thinking about feelings and stuff. You put some emotional drink on, you just kind of get in touch with yourself. Exactly. You find your inner gooch. Yeah. yeah. And it's really boring driving around there. So you just got <laughs> to pasture and pasture and pasture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a good segue. Speaking of that, you've been in Dallas now for just over a week. Like you said, um, you spent some time down just North of Austin, Cedar park. Is it NASCAR in Texas when it comes to driving? And were you like, okay, I thought that the transition from the collegiate level of ice hockey to professional was fat, was wild. You guys are batshit crazy down here. Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) When I drove down here, I was I drove from uh, North Dakota, and oh, uh, wow. it's, it's about like eighteen hours. So, uh, you know, I'm doing if it's a sixty-five, I'm usually doing like seventy, you know, maybe seventy-two, kind of keeping it, you know, within reason. You know, I get as soon as I get into <laughs> Texas, people are doing eighty-five and seventies and passing me, and I'm like what is going on right now? Like, <laughs> and just laying on the horn like you're the asshole here. Yeah, you're the one yeah. that's doing that, the wrong thing. Like I'm starting to get closer to downtown Dallas and people are going like 95 and, you know, in the 75s. And I'm like, this is nuts. And <laughs> these times where people, like I'm going like, you know, five over and people will come by me and they'll just blow me out of the water. My whole, my truck will start shaking because they're going five <laughs> Okay, I have oh, yeah. to ask then, um, have you taken that toll road down by Austin that goes around that the speed limit is 85 miles that's, an hour? That's what I was just looking up. Which What, what highway? Uh, 130, is it? 130. Highway 130. Uh, is that, which one's that? Is that the one from Austin to San Dallas? Antonio, pretty much. No, it, it kind of cuts through around Austin, if you will. Around, yeah, 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 yeah. So you miss all that 35 traffic. But literally, I think the speed limit is like 80 or 85 set. Because I, I think I really think it hits before Cedar Park too, so you kind of miss it yeah, if you're just going true. Dallas to Austin. So you kind of miss it. Yeah, but, I, I done... mean, if you ever go down to like Corpus or San Antonio or whatever you from Austin or I guess from Dallas area, but yeah, I, yeah, I haven't done too much driving um, other than Austin and Dallas, and then uh, from Grand Forks down to Dallas. So yeah, we're a different we're a different breed. You can hit a hundo on that 85 pretty easily then. Oh, huh? absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Cause my little my little stock Civic, baby, we roll. The day I got my truck, I, I actually was driving it from Dallas down to Corpus. Uh, I had to be down in Corpus for a conference, and we took that, and I found out that my truck had a governor on it. Like, I was doing 80. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. doing 80. You know, obviously, speed limit's 85. I was going about 90 or so, but then I looked down, and then, I finally hit like a hundred and I wasn't even paying attention, but like, I feel like my throttle just like pushing back on my truck. Like, Oh, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, you go doing? Faster. <laughs> I'm, I'm being passed over here being, doing a hundred. 
Well, we are literally the fastest podcast that talks about hockey in the state of Texas, and I think we just confirmed it. We've got a couple more things to tidy up here. We're going to kick it over to uh, our uh, Razorism of the Week, unless you guys have any more questions for the Gooch. No? Let's, uh, Patrick, if you want to take it away with the uh, ra- It's a short one. Uh, Gooch, I'll do you a little, uh, a little favor here. We do a Razorism of the Week. Obviously, when you make it to the, the big show and you're going to be drinking a ton of cups of coffee up here in Dallas with the stars, uh, you know, Razor, Dale Razor Ray is probably the most beautiful godsend of a voice uh, that any hockey team can have in their organization. So we take a little clip from all of his uh, shenanigans throughout the years and we, uh, we toss it on the air for the ears of all of our listeners. Say teabag goaltending? Yeah, he did. I love that they play it over. <laughs> and the best part is the context of that is I don't know who the goaltender was because they were zoomed in so close, but he basically like his crotch was on the puck. And then when he kind of scooted back a little bit, it pushed the puck in. So he literally teabagged a goal. <laughs> and so that was his call. And that's our razorism of the week. Uh, but uh, Jordan, uh, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to jump on with us. Uh, we do have one more thing. I know we put you on the spot a couple times already, but we're going to do it one more time, and then we're going to release you back into the wild. Uh, we all have specific sign-offs that we do at the end of the show. So uh, what would your sign-off be, or what do you want to say to maybe the Stars fans or uh, you know, maybe some friends back home or you know, whoever it may be? Um. Probably just say, uh, Dallas Stars fan, hope, fans, hope to see you soon. And, um, yeah, this is Jordan Kawaguchi. Lo- okay, love that. Love that. The full. I think that's the first time we've had a first full name signature on the on the uh, on the sign off. But well, we again, yeah, we got to mark that one. That's a we'll that's a first timer. Uh, yeah, that's that's a wrap for us this week. Uh, thank you so much again for taking the time to join us. Uh, Patrick, it was a pretty lighthearted episode, but I'd be remiss to not tell the people how they need to be a little bit on the way out. Yeah, not a whole lot today. I'll make up for it next week. There we go. When we stay sassy. Ooh, love it. And, uh, you know, just as always, stay moist. Unless your feet are on the Conway and Banks bag, where it keeps your feet nice and dry. ba ba And last but certainly not least, don't ever for any reason whatsoever, even if your feet are on that nasty little floor, forget your Kermit tattoos.